Welcome to Detroit Spinners Podcast with me, Mars Pinnell. Yeah, and me, Gary Forrester, one yeah. here as well. Yeah, on the day that England lost the Rugby World Cup. They did, yeah. Were you watching it? Do you know, I actually have an, I kind of have an affinity with you during the Rugby World Cup because during the Football World Cup, when we were together, and I was really into that, you had no interest whatsoever. We even watched Not, the game no. together, but... England have been in the Rugby World Cup, and I, I'm not bothered about that at all. So I understand how you feel like yeah. during the Football World Cup. What would it have I'm meant to have won? It would have meant so much, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Better than yeah. my dissertation from my final degree. How's that going? It's going really well. <laughs> Do, you, Do you want me to read any out? Or? No. I was going to say... God, it's a lovely out, by the way. <laughs> Join us on... What was today? 2nd of November. Yeah. We're uh, in Gary's No, flat. no. It's one week after we recorded the first podcast. It definitely is. In a way. <laughs> it's only been a week. Cause I think week podcasts is... are timeless as yeah, well. Yeah. Right? Time. yeah this... All the good ones. No, I, but this I, one isn't. I think I mean. this is timed. <laughs> mm. well, yeah, are you it's... just having a drink there? Oh, well, I wasn't there. Thanks for bringing that up. It's raining outside, though. It's, ra- it's raining quite a lot. And it, it, I, I made the, the journey to, to Brighton to see Gary. We are currently in my flat. In his very clean uh, flat. I've noticed something about you. You're very fussy, aren't you? You're very fussy. Every, <laughs> We've known each other for place. seven years. We know all of our, you know, everything's got Everything's got a place. No, because Mars wiped his hands. Mars wiped his hands on a, on, a, on a tea towel when he'd had a dirty sandwich. It wasn't a dirty sandwich, it was a clean it was, sandwich. It, was, it, was dirty, it some, had some coleslaw on it. What was it, in right? it? It was coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw, right? he wiped coleslaw on my Demi, tea well, towel. Well, don't get, That's not coleslaw, finicky. pesto, grilled chicken, little bit of pesto, a um, little bit of um, parmesan, and some rocket. In a French baguette. Yeah. Is that, that your top five albums of all time? <laughs> I'm really good at making sandwiches. <laughs> um, so I don't eat sandwiches anymore. That's actually. an interesting so anecdote. Thanks for telling me. Um, I would but but hey. put in tuna, um, uh, courgette, because I love courgette, and celery. Interesting facts here at Detroit Spinners. What is this podcast about, by the way? Yeah, I was going to say, we're we're actually not here to discuss sandwiches or the weather or the Rugby World Cup as much as I'd like to do that for the next 45 minutes. you know they're going to all turn off now because that's what they want to hear. (laughs) Um, We're here to talk the Ricky Gervais uh, show on XFM, which is uh, what this podcast's about. And as I said in the first one, it's not... A lot of people, more people, will be familiar with the podcast that they did, the actual podcast. Now, the radio show has been re-released as a podcast since. we. This is specifically about the radio show, which we want to introduce to more people because we like it. We, In fact, that was what we. one of the things we bonded over when we first met. We're not good at many things. I, I we, yeah, we don't know a lot about much, but we do know a lot about this. <laughs> and that's what you do on podcasts. You, you write what you know, you talk what you think, and you jibber-wap the wibble. Jibber-wap the wibble. <laughs> um, my my distation's all about this. Yeah, well, let's, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about episode one, August 24th, 2002. This is series, season uh, two, uh, wait, series two, season one. And just to put this into context as to how long ago this was, this show happened less than a year after nine eleven. That is how is really? long ago it was. Yeah. 
That's that's crazy to think, isn't it? And we still times. to this day listen to these shows. I mean, this one not specifically, but you know, all of them. You know, two thousand two. I was twelve. I was in. I'd just left sixth form. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on my way to university, which went well. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> so we joined Ricky, Steve, and Carl, and they've just come back from Edinburgh. Now we, Miles, I just want to interject. We went to Edinburgh, didn't we? We did, and we were meant we to do this one then. We were going to do this one then. What did we? Something come out. I like went to went, see a drag show that you left halfway through. That's yeah. <laughs> rubbish because it was rubbish. <laughs> but I really like. We did see some good shows, didn't we? Yeah, like, that was a, that was a really John good Robin's weekend. very good. John Robin, Brian Kimmings still recovering from that. I think she is. Too. And who was the, who was the other one we saw that? Woman, there's an American woman. She, yeah, she was that was very good. Yeah, she was. It's cool. But she tried hard. She did. God bless her soul. Yeah. I don't, well, she's doing something we would like to do as well. So deeply jealous of that. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. So you joined. No, them. but I just mentioned it. This is uh, pod, This is uh, their their sort of return to radio after uh, the early episode, series one. We might get to that at some point, but I thought it would be nice to start here because they'd had a six month break, I believe. Yeah, and they're recording the office, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, do you want to kick us off? Well, sorry. <laughs> what do you mean kick us off? I, I don't know how to. Start I love these the things. show. I think it, I think it's a really good show, and it's interesting because at the beginning half of the show, it's very much like a series one show where it's mainly Ricky and Steve. Carl doesn't speak no. for the first forty minutes or so. But this is the first one where he's sort of like you're already getting. Like, at the start, he was kind of they were still discovering him, but in this one. That they've really like they very much him discovered now. him. Yeah, but now there was parts on series one like horse in the house where they talked to Carl and they come up with this genius yeah. stuff that was in that that uh, series. But in general, they just talked to themselves. And the first half of this show is just Ricky and Steve talking. Actually, it's really funny. It's the stuff about Informer. Steve, especially about um, Steve coming back and on the plane. <laughs> That's a brilliant anecdote. And 165 quid. Let's get that right. But then the second half of the show actually, I think, sets up the rest of the whole series. And in fact, the rest of the whole time they know Carl because they get into the ghost stories with Nick. And and this is like Carl's like forte, isn't it? He's into like freaks, ghost stories, um, tales of the unexpected, those sort of things. And it's at the point where it did become you know you have to admit it did become and it does and I still like it but it did become a point where Carl like some monkey news is Carl knows they're not true like Carl absolutely no, absolutely there's some monkey knows Carl knows they're not true and it, and but <laughs> there's some stories Carl tells that he knows aren't true but these ones genuinely I think Carl this is where Carl is more real because Carl genuinely believe I believe Carl believes this thing oh like yeah the, he definitely the, does the, the, um, the man the man cover. cover yeah <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like and and the stuff about telekinesis. A lot of people believe that. Do you do you believe in ghosts? Mm. At all? I don't think I can. I would like to because I think it's a Why? cool. Because I think it's a cool idea. I w- I really like like all the mythology, and like the way they're depicted in films. And I like the whole return of the repressed is what the ghost symbolises. I wrote my dissertation on this, Gary. Did you actually? Or well, I, do, I wrote it on the doppelganger, but ghosts... I read your dissertation. Do you remember right. once I read your dissertation? I don't remember it being about ghosts. <laughs> you don't, it wasn't that memorable either. I don't remember it at all, but I don't... Well, it was a no, fir- I don't remember it. I would either. say it was a first. It was a, f- a first 
attempt at writing anything and a and a Good first one. yeah thanks very much and the first award winning is that what they say first award winning um, is that what they say so was mine now um, <laughs> so yeah no but I I personally don't believe in ghosts at all but not because right Ricky and it's not like I like the Ricky Gervais show because Ricky doesn't believe in ghosts I just genuinely don't I can't bring myself to get or telekinesis what about telekinesis because Carl makes an interesting point that Nick and Simon were saying to him that telekinesis wasn't about like it, it that genuinely was a thing where a lot of people I think think telekinesis is a real thing whereas ghosts aren't mm. but do you believe in telekinesis I don't because no, I think all. you have it's to not, like think all bullshit. these things are like it's 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 like that pseudoscience thing. it's it's an alternative to religion if you don't believe in religion then you would believe in this stuff presume if no, you wanted to believe in anything not at all what do you, do you mean? not think no because I don't believe in religion or this stuff and I think that's a common position what do I you believe in? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I believe that you, you know, you just die and you compose, decompose, and it's not nice, but it's a Darwinian, you know, it's just not. I think I've been thinking about this a lot about um, like what happens after death. Because mm. it's weird, isn't it, to think like there was nothing, and then there was you. Because and but yeah, you can't even possibly because this is all you've ever known. You you've got no like knowledge over like what happened before and what's going to happen after. Yeah, because a lot of people say. I, it's very difficult to un, to imagine a world after you die. Like, I don't imagine, like I but because the but only, then you're not going to be. You're but not hey, gonna, yeah, sorry. The, only, the only way you can do it, an interesting way, someone pointed out to me over over some TV or whatever. I was just watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's drinks involved. Lot smack. And uh, but was that you? What you can do is imagine the world before you were born. So for me, it would be a world in 1983, which I know existed. For you, it would be before you met, before you started this to Oasis. (laughs) No, I do like Oasis. That's yeah. That's when I became alive for the first time. That's when I remember. (laughs) Now you're going to live forever. You could say, all right, that's the sort of. That's, that's sort of pun you're going to get for this sort yeah of show. don't they're all st- unsubscribe <laughs> they're pressing unsubscribe if they've, if they've subscribed no one has subscribed <laughs> I'm talking about my dad <laughs> does he know how to use the podcast no, library no he's quite he's quite okay for a he's 60 next year is he yeah what's he going to do I bought him tick. oh I shouldn't say this no, no I forget that can you okay. that out? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he'll love Priscilla that. Queen of the Desert. So yeah, right, no, love that. That. Anyway, yeah. I'll tell you I was, was going to say, I'm turning 30 next year. You're half the age, literally, of my dad. Because my dad's yeah. birthday's in January. You're literally half I'll the age I'll probably die after him as well. Yeah. What's just the saying, point? I just What's the more strange thing to say? <laughs> if you said before, like, oh, like, I, I do a lot of, I drink a lot of cider, so my oh. liver's going to die before him. <laughs> No, so I've been planning what I'm going to do for my 30th. Well, we've been planning. We've, we've been we, planning. we haven't planned, but we're going to plan. We've been planning your ideal 30th. No, like, for yeah, me. exactly. No, and I keep telling my friends, because we want to go to a spa for, like, what, like, three, four day? Yeah, three. A, day, a three-dayer. And then... Like, I just want a stone, hot stone massage. That's what I really <laughs> do you? want. Do Yeah. How do the, are those things actually hot? Like, where yeah, are they Yeah, yeah, them? they're really hot. And they're, what, but like, heat, a like steam, spa? yeah. Steam. Yeah. But all my friends are going. Oh, you're, you're taking you're, you're taking your girlfriend. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you don't take your girlfriend. <laughs> well, you're taking me, so in a way, yes. <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm taking my girlfriend, 
If I don't take her to that, I've got to take her to the other thing I want to do on my 30th, which is go to the Aspel factory. <laughs> now, I know which one she'd rather do. Yeah, I know which one I'd rather do as well. Just <laughs> you to be don't like cider either. Yeah, no, I don't. If we go to the, the New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, a vineyard. <laughs> darling, darling. Um, so we, I'm going to the cider factory and a spa. Um, I'm taking Gary to the spa. So yeah, do you yeah. want to come or oh, to what? No. To the cider factory or... Well, no. does Gary want me to come? Almost definitely not. Almost certainly not. <laughs> but no... Gar- no, I don't mind. You can... I mean, I'd come to the cider we'll factory. We'll plan something. But I don't really want to... Yeah. No, you wouldn't enjoy the spa. But I'll come to the spa with you if you want. Yeah, I think I think we should do it. This, this is, is about the Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, but it's also about. Uh, yeah. It's been a while since the the audience <laughs> have heard us, so we need to introduce ourselves. Yeah. So now let's get on to. The show. We're talking about the show. So okay. So what? Uh, what? Like so? As I say, Carl comes into it about halfway through, and I really think that sets the tone for yeah. the rest of the for the rest of the whole second season, third season, and the whole podcast thing they did, Idiot Abroad, all of mm. that. Um, what are your sort of favourite moments from the show? My favourite moments are the start when when they're discussing the hundred and sixty five hundred sixty five pounds, pounds right? Because I was thinking, what would I do in that situation? Like, because what what it is is Ricky and Steve they're going to Edinburgh. They have to drop Ricky off, and Steve has to, and he's getting the train. It's going to take him four and a half hours. It took us much longer than that because it was delayed. And oh, got... our train took eight and a half hours. <laughs> God. You, our one was really God funny, though, because when we oh, were sitting... Yeah. We, um, I keep thinking I'm talking to someone. Oh, I am. I'm talking to you, but um, hopefully I'm well, talking hopefully to someone. Hopefully talking to me and my dad. <laughs> Paul, this one's for you. you love this, Paul. Um, no, well, Gary and I, we took one of the few two... We took two of the last remaining seats. This is on the way back to London after our trip which was a nightmare like the, the the whole trip was good but we got an absolute shite flat and and also it was pissing down the whole time the flat actually to be, we, the flat was a nightmare but we got i got and I had to write several emails and make several phone calls for this, but I got a full if only refund. you got a maintenance grant for that. <laughs> the work you <laughs> well, put into that like, to get that fucking money back. I was, I was on the phone to them saying, do you know how much my maintenance grant is? It's not enough to keep me in Frappuccinos these days. So, uh, but, but anyway... We, yeah, on the way back, on. then we took our seats, a really busy track, and we took the... Uh, the two, what are they called? Like, reserved for special... Special needs. Special needs. <laughs> what do you mean? They're like um special access seats, aren't they? No, they were. No, they. Oh, they, they. Sorry, they were. They, they were. were. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, they were. Oh, see, Alan, don't make no sense. And then slowly, as we as we go through the stops uh, and we stop off at places, different stations, it gets gradually more no, and no, more no, busy. It, it, it wasn't that. So. The, it was fine. So we took the, hang on, our, 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 we, we, we sat there in those seats. It was absolutely fine. There was seats on the train. There was free seats. There was seats everywhere. We then got a message over the tannoy that said the, the train that had come before us has broken down at a station. So we're going to have to stop at an additional station and collect oh, an entire train's worth of people. Who so we had to, to like so double. So suddenly it went. It wasn't gradually build up. It was from one. It was from a normal temperate amount to double yeah. the amount. And there was yeah. So it was. And it was already way people. too popular. And bear in like, mind, this isn't a train from London to London to Birmingham. This is a train from Edinburgh to yeah. London. So it's a long. It's going to take a long journey, time. Yeah. So we're already overcrowded on this train. On this train, unfortunately, they're all kind of young. 
and can stand on two feet, and it's going to be a long journey. So yeah, you we, better make there's sure. no one we should have given that seat up for <laughs> until <laughs> go on until uh, there was some old people got on. Oh, and um. And, and some saw, infirm, like, yeah, the infirm. Does that what some people say, do you say? Well, I did. I is that, is, I is that wrong? Infirm? Is it? No, infirm. It's a mentally handicapped, you couldn't say Infer- that. Well, You'll I didn't, I didn't say it. No, what? I wouldn't say that. I don't know. If any of my friends are listening. <laughs> they're, not. Not, they're not. They're not. <laughs> no, I was going to say. My so, go on, you were talking about the train in Edinburgh. The train, yeah, and, and then older older people got on, and the infirmed, or the, the disabled. Infirm. Infirm. There's no D at the end of yeah, E-D in there. Yeah, all that. And as they got on, Gary and I sort of looking at each other as which one of us is going to offer up our seat. Because we've got these special seats, which in theory, and on any other train, I would have given up. But, listen- but the fact is, the fact of the matter is, yeah. it was going to be delayed for a further two hour, which... Ain't nobody said. And then we had another show. three hours oh after that. God. So I will just say, our eyes, the look of our <laughs> eyes, and I promise you this is true, said neither of us. We just had to look at each other and we were like, we are not giving up our seats for this. I pretended to be asleep for a bit. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> And I just looked at, because I was at the outside seat, I was kind of looking at Mars. Like, as everyone walked past, I was like, as if we were in conversation. And Mars was asleep. I was like, as in conversation with the sleeping man. But, you know, that was better <laughs> well, than looking that way. Well, they way, definitely know like, I wasn't asleep oh, there. <laughs> but I was just like, I can't. I can't give up it's the seat because I had. But we. Well, how much was the ticket? It's like 120 quid for me. You got I've cheaper because you're on the I'm under twenty six to thirty. It's amazing, isn't it? Why do that? Why is all the good stuff cut off at thirty? I as don't well? know. It's like fucking like um, you know those equal opportunities forms. <laughs> no, I'm joking. The women <laughs> you know do those, as well. You know those equal opportunities forms. It's like. Are you aged uh, 24 to 30? And then yeah, but they're not 30. saying they don't give you equal opportunities no, no, if no, you're no, over no, 30. Saying, yeah, but it's just that, that harsh border. That's what I just can't get used to with, with being 30. That's like, it's like the border between Afghanistan and Iraq. It's a harsh border. Yeah. It's a harsh border. I've got a film, actually, that we might come back to that at the end that I will recommend you because I think you're into politics and wars and, and Syria and that. Maybe talk about this after when we walk into no, the next pub. No, like, <laughs> next pub. You <laughs> so, consider your, no, this is... A, you well, consider your flat a pub. Are we drinking? <laughs> are we drinking I would never life? drink and drive a desk, Gary. All oh. right? <laughs> Santa um, So, anyway, wait, wait. I'll finish this anecdote and then we'll go and have our... No, no. uh, Go on, just just finish your anecdote. Um, (laughs) So, I would actually do what Ricky did and take the John John Smiths and and listen to my Walkmans. He was in first class as well. That's the thing. I would love to be in first class. And, And I would always... I hate flying because I'm scared of flying. I'm not ashamed to admit that. However, even if I wasn't scared of flying, I would never... If the flight got in half an hour early, you have to faff around checking in you have to be there at a certain time boarding it train you just get on it and it goes yeah. and it takes longer but you just get on it and also it goes you're sitting down nowadays nowadays you can be streaming whatever you want on a little yeah. mobile device or a flat or a flat tv thing i think i was streaming do you remember when i got my laptop out on the train it wouldn't it, the your... seat it wouldn't <sighs> the, like the little desk we got it, it kept falling i up. get too excited <laughs> watching you you just in public situations you just warming up your laptop with your <laughs> winding it up because it looks like fucking like a trevor bayless radio 
looks like a George Foreman grill. Your laptop. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And then your, but but it wasn't my. I've got two laptops. <laughs> ones they're not. Neither are expensive. But I didn't it was, think they were. It was actually my cheap one, so it was even cheaper than my main <laughs> one. You're sitting there in your way, you're like Nina watching Simpsons. As I imagine you do that every single yeah, day. Yeah, because like, because do you know what the weird thing was? On Virgin Media, on sorry, not Virgin Media, Virgin Train. Virgin Trains do not allow you to connect to YouTube. They do not. not. No, do you remember I was, I was uh, showing you yeah, because yeah. I was saying they do not. It says this is an unconnected service. We do not allow you to connect Why? to YouTube. So the only thing I could get is some dodgy Ukrainian website for The Simpsons, which mm. I love. You know, so I watch some Simpsons episodes. But talking about dodgy Ukrainian websites. And I will finish this anecdote, which was never an anecdote in the first place, but now I'm going to deviate. But this is where you segue, it's okay. Yeah, that's all right. People, if you've got the patience for this, stick with it. Um, I got an email the other day, and you know, you know, in your spam folder, I don't know if you ever check your spam folder. Yeah, I do, yeah. But you get your usual stuff, your Viagras, your, your penis enlargements, your usual stuff. Now I'm getting rid of my phone because I'm more cautious of it. And um, I got an email from have you got a larger penis or yeah, you got, is that well, the end of this and the end of this anecdote is I've got a larger penis no, no it's not and I got it was it was from like someone saying I'm a spammer I'm a hacker I've hacked your account oh I've got them and I have a, a defamatory what is that I have like a, a naughty defamatory yeah defamatory uh, image or video of you pleasuring yourself in the top left-hand corner... Now, I can tell you, I have that image, but that wasn't me that sent that email. <laughs> we know each other really well, so I've got well, that it's image. Like, hey, I keep a... Sorry, Pete's got that image. I keep a cover got of, a my, of Pete, my webcam. It doesn't mean anything, God. We've got a friend called Pete. Next, <laughs> moving on. Pete, see you later. So, see you later. See you later. So, no, and it's covered, and I'm like, now... I was talking to people at work about this. I was like, if... And then they said, and we... And if you transfer us some money, we will not post this to the internet. Yeah, but surely you saw it and thought, no, of no, course I, it's bullshit. Yeah, I did. No, I had a panic attack. I had like oh, a, a mini panic attack because I was... No, because I do react to this stuff quite personally. And I'm, and I'm like, what if that was real? Because And then I had all these scenarios playing in my head. I was like, A, I've got three options here. A, I could say it's not my face. B, I can kill myself or hand myself in. And I was like, ding! <laughs> Surely the stuff I've looked on the internet isn't worse, isn't better or worse than anyone else. And and then the third thing was I, I thought is, well, it's not the worst thing in the world, is it? If people see me masturbating, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that uh, worried. Please about don't. It. Yeah, make that. No, image what? On the, on our but did you send it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but. Those are three it was because strange of the, things. It was because of the, spe- the, specif- the specificity of it. And I was thinking, this sounds kind of legit, but why would it be in my spam folder? And if you had that image already, you would have posted it. And it hasn't happened since. I'm assuming it's a load of old tosh. But Come was, on, Mars. Unless they address you as Mr. Mars Purnell, which is lives his name, <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. If they say, hi, I've had an image. I, I've an image. I've had <laughs> an email that says, hi, I have... Um, you have visited a legal website. Da, da, da. This is this is we we're gonna post this to. Not I've got Love a legal Pete. image of you. Love Pete. <laughs> That's Pete. Well, it's, if you don't know who Pete is, which you don't, 
Come listen, to listen, listen to the podcast for the next few episodes, and we will gently and slowly introduce the character yeah. of Pete, who may or may not recognise, uh, who may or may not resemble someone who Ricky uh, um, satires in his. In his... We we'll just leave breadcrumbs out. Yeah, we we'll just leave bread. Like, absolutely, just breadcrumbs. But anyway, what's but gonna... no, I've had those uh, uh, emails, and of course they're rubbish. Miles, I have anxiety but you have these panic attacks no. more than anyone but honestly my, my heart was just yeah racing but to to draw a line to this Andrew, which we will eventually get to the end of Should this story we draw story. a line on the whole sh- podcast <laughs> and stop no. it what would you have done okay in that situation so they have to drop Ricky off at the station for Steve to then get the plane who am I in this scenario okay you're I'll be I'll be Ricky because I think I'm I'm more likely to be Ricky and you're Steve only because Ricky hates waiting. Not at all. No, only, uh, only no. because only because in that very yeah, narrow yeah, yeah. way. Yes. Yeah, because because he hates waiting for things. Yeah, in that very I, narrow way. I am late to almost every single thing I do. Okay, if I was Steve, but I, I would I, have. Wait, wait. But I hate if if I've got a train, I need to catch it. At, say two thirty. I will get there at two twenty nine because I I hate waiting. I would get there at two. I would get there one forty. Because I don't mind you, waiting. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. So, <laughs> that's what was funny about the anecdote that Ricky says. Exactly. I gave up 30 minutes of I know, that's, that is really <laughs> funny. Because, and then and then by the end of the end of the episode, he's like, do you know I got there too early? I was, like, I was like, too early. It's so, and then he says, and then he actually says, do you know what we should have done? We should have dropped you off first. Like, yeah, so it goes full circle. He's because like, Steve's got all this, all this bad luck as well. But then they go. Oh, and, Steve has bad luck. He just has this terrible luck. But who's in the wrong there? Should Ricky have given him the money? Absolutely. Oh, should Ricky have given him the money? No, Ricky should have at the time. If I was Steve and you were Ricky, well, there would have been no problem because I would have made us go to this airport first if I was going to the airport, which I never would. would. There's no way we would have gone to the train station first. Should Ricky Ricky have given... Yeah, that's Ricky, Ricky... And in a serious note, it's not that serious, but Ricky, of course, should have given the money. Ricky, at that time, had, they had, and Ricky had far more than Steve, advanced from the office. Mm. So they would have had a lot of money, because it comes in in April, I think, So and they record it in March or, or, or February. So I think they had, they had a lot of money. Ricky should have paid, yeah, half. But I, I, quid. do you know, I think eight, eighty-two and a half quid. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think they, I think Ricky should have paid half. And if the if the equivalent happened, and for some strange reason, we ha- we hadn't, I hadn't made you go to the um, airport first. You would have paid eighty-two and a half quid for me, and I, I think I you'd, have, you'd I have done, done though. Well, you'd have done it. Any- I was just—I was just going to say you'd have done it anyway. I'd have made you do it, but you'd have done it anyway because I think a you, money, you're though, a decent it? person. So Gary doesn't want to do another half an hour, ladies and gentlemen. Are we started again. <laughs> yeah. Already, you got to keep talking. Go on. Go on. So anyway, let's come back to the actual. Episode yeah, let's of do that, the show. That's what the so, I asked you what were your favourite quotes, and you gave one. What are your other favourite so quotes? So I've, I've made a list here. These are my favourite. I know you had. That's why I asked you. Go Thanks on. very much. Here's here's my quotes. They're coming up now. Coming up now. Here they go. 
I'll do them in in order from five to one. I've done five. And as you give it, I'll give my opinion. Okay. <laughs> so at number five, if there's a doctor, if there's a postman. Yeah, yeah. If there's a doctor, if there's a postman. So they're talking about Carl's hypothesis about snails eating stamp glue. And when they get panicked, they sweat glue. He doesn't say that in that episode. But he's got this this hypothesize, hypothesis, hypothesis. That, that snails like to eat stamp glue. And that's why you get loose envelopes in in your post. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he asks if there's a doctor, if there's a postman. And this is all after the chat where they're talking about Carl's best job, and he will stand by this, is when he was a paper boy. And, yeah. and Ricky says, if if we could get you pay, if we could pay you a grand a, a, week, a week, would you do it? And he went, yeah, yeah. In a very... I would, to be honest. I, a thousand pounds a week, I yeah, would... Yeah, but what is... Have you ever had a paper round? Yeah, of course I've had a paper round. I had a paper, I had paper round once, paper and, um, and I agreed to it, because all my friends were doing it. I was Miles like, oh, can't ride a bike, so... <laughs> well, let's not... You know, because all the woke people out there, oh, like, who, can, who can't... They're going to go... What's that woke about no, riding a bike or not? No, but that, no they're, they're going to go, what, you having to go at people who can't ride bikes then, mate? Oh, for God, no one would do that. Email in. If there's a doctor, if there's, if there's a, postman, a postman, all right. Um, but, but no, that is a very funny quote. Anyway, what's your fourth? Let's say fourth, and a cat that did not look happy. Did not look happy. And what I love about Carl, what what he can do, and what he can, he's so like the way he communicates an idea, and and he's not a comedian. Let's bear that in mind. But he can, the way he talks through an anecdote is so good. Like he goes. It's about a wife that didn't exist, about an oven that that there wasn't a fire, and a cat that did not look happy. Like he does it all so fluidly, mm. and like it's just like how would you how would you tell an anecdote? Carl, the thing is that Carl, with Carl with anecdotes, Carl has a brilliant. Carl always has a brilliant ending to it. Yeah. So he's good whatever at punchlines. The, yeah. He the, and I wouldn't necessarily call it a punchline, but kind of is like. A cat that did not look happy. Ricky collapsed. The the thing about Carl in those early shows is, and and now even to this day, Carl knows what Ricky will laugh at horrendously because <laughs> yeah. Steve doesn't laugh. Yeah, but, but he's he not... knows that Carl Ricky yeah, will laugh. Carl's he knows doing... exactly how to make Ricky. But laugh. Carl's not trying to make Ricky laugh. He is absolutely trying to make Ricky. Do you laugh. think? Yeah. I'd... Absolutely. I I think at this stage and he's a not... cat that did not look at no no I would I would I disagree with you in the uh, in series one I think it, it that wasn't the case in this show I absolutely that's why I think it sets the tone for the whole series two and series three he's trying to make Ricky no not necessarily think? not I wouldn't necessarily say he's trying to make Ricky laugh I would say he hmm. knows exactly what will make Ricky laugh and he goes for it yeah. Yeah. What's your third? Okay, so that's now we're we're coming up to No one cares that much. Um you didn't tell me you had another card. That yeah well I hang on, I I'll just let 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 the listeners in to a little secret of the show, like a little planning <laughs> planning meeting that we had. Now we, we we're gonna call these shows something, we whatever, we're gonna post them as something. But like I thought that there was a brilliant 
thing to just 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 call the show because yeah. it's such a random thing. You didn't tell me you had enough time. <laughs> that just shows a lot about the relationship between Ricky and but Steve. Not just but that, but we should, goes... I, and I still think we should call this show that. We, we'll have a production meeting about that after. We will. We have a we have a good production meeting with a lot of a wine. Bit wine. <laughs> yeah. a little but bit I wine. like because this yeah. this will feed into one of our sort of ongoing themes, which is Steve being cheap. Because there's this running gag that Steve is... It's is, not a it, gag. No, but there is this running sort gag. of um, running... motif, yeah. I guess, if you will, mm, yeah, of, of Steve being cheap. I'll allow that. Is it, I didn't ask for you to allow it, but, <laughs> but thanks anyway, it anyway, sir. Go on. Um, sir, I hate when people call you that, sir. Uh, it's so patronising, isn't it, sir? It's also one of those things, sir, what they say... Um, you know, it's like those sort of quirky little pop-punky pop people that go, Good point, sir. <laughs> Like, no, I don't know. They do mean. do that. It's because it's sort of like that quirky, in that sort of fern cottony way, you know, where she everything was random. When I went to school, everything was random. They describe something. Oh, you're so random. I, lo- like. I love Harry Hill. He says, um, uh, "Oh yeah, I met a girl. She said she was random." Um, which she actually means is annoying or yeah. something yeah, like that. Like, he, but, he doesn't bend that, but, but that's yeah, what I mean. Like just, they, that was a very that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they they say um, Steve saying Steve saying it's like. I'm not saying I'm cheap. And Ricky goes, no, 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 no. And no, he's like, I want to get value for money at all times. But but, but, but I, I can t- totally understand that mentality because I'm not cheap, but I like to get value for value money. Value for money. But, but I'll just say... I will gladly shop out of my way to like search multiple vendors. I literally to go to the first one so I don't have to walk in. I know, further. but you're insane for that. Like... Why would you get a do grant that? from the SRC? <laughs> yeah, but, but no, if you don't but, get a grant from the SRC, then you can't do. But but could I just? I, I can't afford it. to take those risks. Could I just say the that <laughs> that particular it. quote, which is you didn't tell me you had enough card, yeah. is not really about that particular. Uh, there's lots about Steve being cheap, even in this show. But that particular quote is not about Steve being cheap. It's almost about. Ricky, what it is is a Ricky positioning himself as the master of Steve, like the the daddy of Steve, (laughs) and like you should have told me, like as as a joke, like as as if he needed to tell him, as a joke, like like because. Well, I I'm the actor in the office. I I wrote mainly wrote the office. Like I'm but the main. I'm the, hang on, like I'm the main guy. Like yeah. I, you should have told me you got a card. But That's he's why it's always, funny. He's there. probably got a credit card and not as opposed to two debit cards. Oh, probably. But it's just funny because of that. It's not because Steve's cheap. That particular thing isn't about Steve being cheap. And if anyone's interested, Gary's actually very good at credit card advice. And I know this because I still haven't purchased one. I've given Mars <laughs> advice on credit cards, which credit cards have purchased yeah. multiple times, and he does. He never takes. They can it. tweet us though, can't they? At oh, I, I bought <laughs> you. You I created an account. I, I did. I can't remember. I bought a site. I bought, I'm so. I old. work in a tech agency. And I right. can't remember that now, Mars. Okay. Oh, I think it was. Um, what's the show called? At Dutch Otherwise. No, it's not Dutch Otherwise. I think it was. It's not. No, we'll we come back to that later. Otherwise, this isn't that Otherwise. I know otherwise. that would too. No. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, what was it? What's this show called? What, just tell me what this show's called. Tell me what this show's D-trout called. D-Trout Spinners. D-Trout Spinners. D-Trout Spinners. To act D-Trout Spinners. Are you gonna, is it going to be any hyphens in that? Or any no, 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 no. Don't do hyphens. <laughs> don't do hyphens. And number two. Because that's where the three-piece suite was. Oh uh, yeah, that's when good. they're talking about the baby. I, I just like the 
the reason I put that in this, I just love the deadpanness and the way that Carl reaches his conclusions. He's like, yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's cause obvious. That's even, though he was. <laughs> even though he's relating this ridiculous story that is load of old tribe, he's going, yeah, because that's what the previous week. Yeah, because it's like, Carl's telling this story, there's nothing logical about this story <laughs> at all. And it's like, but the only, when, when they, where he, he says, why is it in there? Like, and, he says, "Yeah, because that's where the three-piece suite was." It's like he's relating; he's he's bringing logic. Like that's logical. The three-piece suite was there, but it doesn't make any sense as to why Not any of the other story <laughs> took place there. But he's relating one but little logical also, fact, yeah. and that's why I think genuinely in this in these shows he believes it. He believes I think it. He, he does. doesn't believe the monkey news of like a bank robber. He doesn't believe that, but he says it. <laughs> what and do you mean fun. the monkey backed out? What do you what mean do you... the monkey backed out with a gun? Do you know what I love about this show? When we did radio, like... But when we, we were when we were top stars in the high or, world of volunteer radio. Or when we or when we're talking to friends. We like we friends? dropped in some uh, <laughs> what, what is it? We dropped we dropped a friend. <laughs> we dropped in these references but no one would have, apart from us, would have yeah. known where they But in this podcast, we can drop in these references. There's, everyone knows. There's Hopefully no, everyone knows There's these no ambiguity there. There's no ambiguity here. So. And at number one... Like, I'm looking forward to this, because I know this episode back to front. So go on. At number one, my top favourite quote for this episode, never saw that man I'll cover again. Never saw that man. <laughs> well, that's classic, isn't it? So that is a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. But um, what... what it's you, just, and again, and again... Carl, he doesn't say that. He doesn't just say that. He pauses. He pauses for about one, two seconds, and then says it. And he knows oh. that Ricky will explode <laughs> with laughter. And he Ricky's knows. got the best laugh, and he's like, "That's the thing." Like Ricky's, <laughs> yeah, but Ricky's got so many different laughs, doesn't he? Like, I know a lot of people hate it, and a lot of people love it. And and I also hope, like listeners, you you're probably like us, like you listen to these shows religiously and you get and you listen to them well, just, when you go i would to just bed say there stuff. will be some listeners and and that's fine i, I agree with you there, i agree I, there will be some there listeners. Are, yeah, no, no no i don't agree with that but <laughs> but there were there might be there might be some listeners who've never listened to the shows as well so we need to so cater to them as well yeah thanks for reminding me that um what are your favorite moments of this show i think you've i think um I've hit the nail on the donkey. The cat, the cat that didn't look happy. I think that yeah. was my favourite. Yeah, and actually, do you know my actually, do you know my very favourite? And I'll say this is when Ricky says, um, you know, Steve's not cheap. He he paid one hundred and sixty quid for the thing, and one hundred sixty one hundred and sixty five quid. And do you know, I I I I'll have this live production meeting on air, and I'll have it with you now. <laughs> no, I'll have it with you now. Because we talked about the, being, the this episode maybe being called "You didn't tell me you had another card," but I think it should be called. I think it should be called A in yeah. capital A because it's the beginning of a sentence. You put hundred and sixty five in in Caps capitals yeah. quid. That's what I think it should be called because I think that's such a beautiful and it's so subtle. It's yeah. just such a subtle moment and it's beautiful. And on that note, I think that's a good time to wrap it up. Actually. Oh, thank God for that. I know. Oh, you right? Oh, God, I hate... How did it. you feel that one? I mean? hate these. I hate Do these you? more than anything. <laughs> no, I don't. I bought this mic all the way know, from London. But I know. He, I can't... Like, Mars brings it in a poly- polystyrene wrap and I can't, I can't listen to it as he gets it out. 
That's... Gary, what can I ask you? What are you doing for the rest of today? Probably I'm going to go and meet some friends. Yeah. <laughs> you're going home. Am I coming this <laughs> no, you know, no, I think we're going to the... We're going to, go to the little Brighton. We're going to the hot poles in Brighton, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't going we, out for we a few us- weeks. So we usually go meet you now and... And we'd we'd have been and gone. Yeah. If anyone if anyone there, wants to meet us, you know, get in touch and I'll text you my address. Text you their address. Text my address. <laughs> um, I've been Miles Pennell. Gary Forrestal. <laughs> Gary Forrest will say it again. Gary Forrestal. And this has been the D Chart Spinners podcast. Download and subscribe. Like and subscribe as well. Do that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Just get rid of it. <laughs>